And we're back with the show. It's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford coming up, up right back at you here from ISFF Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate you watching all of our shows and listen also as well to the Domination Sports Nation. Check out their thoughts on the upcoming playoff scene as there as only they can give it out right there for you at Force Domination Sports Nation. Well, the NFL playoffs are here. The NFL playoffs are upon us. The playoffs for fantasy football are over, although I guess uh, Chris and I must have gotten an invite this weekend from Yahoo to be in the champion of the champions of the champions of the champion leagues. So I guess you can go ahead that, or also as well, the playoff leagues that are about. But here today to discuss the actual NFL playoffs, he is one half of the tag team, Lardieri. Go ahead and check out what he's doing today at the Domination Sports Nation. It is Chris Lardieri. And Chris, great to have you here, sporting the Scarlet Knights from Rutgers University. What's going on, my friend? Absolutely, Gerald. Great to be back. Thanks as always. Uh, big win over the Indiana Hoosiers the other night, and uh, so a Christmas gift for my brother. So I get to proudly wear it for once. Absolutely. Glad to see you're doing well, my friend. Wishing you and the family all the best. It is the NFL playoffs right now. Unfortunately, your Giants are not involved in it. I have to wait for another year on that. But there's some good matchups coming up here on Wild Card Playoff Weekend with the I like the fact that there's not just two games on a weekend anymore. I'm glad to see that they are actually doing a lot more than that. So we will see games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Your thoughts first up on the Saturday contest between Cleveland and Houston and Miami and Kansas City. Well, you know, Cleveland's favorite on the road. I'm not entirely surprised. I do feel that uh, the Texans, uh, I don't know if it's luck, skill, whatever it is, but they seem to be somewhat of a team of destiny this year. I don't mean that in the Super Bowl sense, but a heck of a lot of things fell the right way for them uh, starting last Saturday with a drop pass against the Colts and then the Jaguars not even showing up against the Texans. And here they are, division winners with a home game. Uh, Browns very they're not unlikely that they're in the playoffs it's unlikely that they're led by a quarterback who is home semi-retired in new jersey a few months ago named joe flacco so i think that's a great storyline and evenly matched game you know over the years there's this running joke at the first wild card game on saturday afternoon would always be the texans hosting some team that they'd inevitably lose to i don't i don't get the feeling this time around I, I think it'll be a good game and then saturday night i feel like while that's an excellent matchup on paper all the buzz this week in nfl circles is wait i've got to subscribe to peacock to watch this game um can't even see the frozen tundra of kansas city a supposedly minus 15 degree wind chill and uh i'm gonna have to subscribe to some app to watch it so uh you know, you and I were onto this a while ago. I think the rest of the NFL universe caught on and they're not happy, but I think that looks to be a great game too. Although I feel the Dolphins are somewhat skidding and the Chiefs that everyone wrote off you know, probably about a month ago now seem to have some some hope and optimism in life uh, against a battered and beaten up Dolphins team that's going to be playing in extremely cold weather. Once again, it is Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It is Chris Sardieri along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for listening. Truly appreciate it. One thing I do want to ask you when it comes right down to it, uh, 
as far as uh, I guess I think that let's go with that. But what uh, I did want to mention to you, when it comes to what you're seeing on that weekend, I really like the story of C.J. Stroud, my friend. I really do. I think it's a great story coming as a rookie, leading his team into a wild card scenario against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the thing is, the things I want to ask you when it comes down, down to it is, do you think this rookie can take the Houston Texans? They're already going well, way above and beyond what was projected, my friend, for them. They've gone through such misery. They finally found their haven in CJ Stroud. How much do you think you can see them going at, at progressing with a rookie quarterback like that in the in especially in the playoffs right now yeah i mean i definitely think they can win this week despite the fact that vegas has them as dogs um from there on out hard to say because they're going to be on the road the rest of the the way in january but i put nothing past cj stroud and that started well over a year ago before he was even in the nfl a phenomenal game, albeit a loss to the undefeated number one Georgia Bulldogs last year in a national college playoff game. And uh, I think he's only gone up from there. Uh, look, the Carolina Panthers are crumbling as a franchise, dealt away a pick to get Bryce Young, and Texans and goal make a bold move and trade this year's one to get Will Anderson to solidify that defense. And they've been rolling ever since. So I think they could win. Could they possibly surprise in the divisional round? Depends on who they'd have to go play, but uh, nothing would shock me with the Texans. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I definitely think they're a Cinderella story this year. The other surprising wild card playoff on Saturday is the Miami Dolphins, and you were talking about them against the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs being in this position after being one of the dominant forces in NFL for years seems to come to some people as a surprise. Uh, Miami, a team that started out strong, really strong, had that high-octane offense for so many weeks. I know Tua was a great bit of the reason why in the early part of the season I, I did so well in fantasy football early on. Then he kind of hit the skids, and so did I after that. <laughs> but I was able to go ahead and recover. And I want to ask you this, though. Do you think Miami has recovered enough to the point where they can go ahead and pull off the surprise in Kansas City? I wouldn't put it past them because last year everyone thought with a backup quarterback, Tua being out, the Dolphins had no chance in cold Buffalo, and they hung in there and had their chances to win that game outright. So I'm not going to write them off. What worries me, though, is the injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I know Jalen Waddell and Raheem Mostert look like they're going to play. They sat out last week, I guess, in the hopes of them getting as close to 100% as possible. But I don't know how hurt Waddell really is. We know Tyreek Hill is going to be motivated to play in Kansas City. So by no means do I think you rule this Dolphins team out. But uh, I think it could potentially be an uphill battle for them. On Sunday, you've got three interesting matchups. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. <sighs> Buffalo has been the team I can't figure out all season long. I really thought they had Super Bowl on the horizon for them this year. And I, they're, they very well may do the impossible this time around because they are such an unpredictable team. Pittsburgh, uh, you know, whatever quarterback they put in, I think what Mason Rudolph, I think is the quarterback right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that bodes well for them. Green Bay at Dallas, uh, Dallas, their time is now. 
you have Dak Prescott coming off of one of his best, if not his best season ever. I'm sorry to love who's uh, actually started to get people on his side now after the dismissal of Aaron Rodgers, but I really think that Dallas, you got to give it to them right now. And then the game I really want to see is that L.A. Detroit game. Not that I'm expecting L.A. to come in there and surprise and shock the world, especially if, you know coming off that terrible season last season. But Detroit, first home game in decades for a first home playoff game in decades. I'm really thinking that they'd be so amped. This is the game I think that Detroit has got to take. And I think that LA, no matter how well they come in, they're prepared. I think that Detroit is going to get the job done. Your thoughts on the Sunday games. Yeah. I, I think look, Pittsburgh's a great story playing essentially with a third string quarterback, making the playoffs house money. Tomlin keeps his consecutive streak of winning seasons alive, but mm-hmm. I think that road ends in Buffalo uh, Josh Allen channeling his inner Brett Favre from week to week, making just ridiculous throws and turnovers, but then you know, making phenomenal plays that'll take your breath away. Uh, I think the Bills handle the Steelers at home. The Cowboys-Packers game, Dallas has just been too tough at home. And while I think the Packers are a great story and a lot of people in the media wrote off Jordan Love halfway through the year, he's been a nice kind of rebound story. But uh, I just think it's too tough to win there in Dallas. And as you alluded to, Dak had a phenomenal year and I think they roll along, but I agree with you game of the week lions and Rams. I think this ran, if there is a team that could pull off the road upset, I think it is the Rams between uh, McVay Stafford's homecoming to Detroit uh, Goff on the other side of the ball, the man he was traded for. I think it's going to be an excellent game. I think the one thing that bothers me and kind of makes me worried about leaning towards the lions you know, Dan Campbell and his infinite wisdom again, playing starters. And I know you can second guess these sorts of things, but there really wasn't much for the Lions to play last Sunday. And their phenomenal tight end, Sam Laporta, out with an injury. And I think that's going to change the dynamic of the offense. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think it's, uh, you know, Jared Goff giveth and he taketh away. So if he's the Goff of old, forcing the ball, making foolish turnovers. I think the Rams have a good shot. If not, and that offense hums along like it did at various points of this year, uh, I think there'll be a lot of happy Lions fans in Detroit. But uh, I personally think this will be the game of the week, and I hope it pans out that way. We may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, So you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. The I can't believe I'm actually saying this game is coming up on Monday, and that is Philadelphia at 
Tampa Bay in the way that they archaic way that the NFL structured these games. Philadelphia, first off, they had the East, you know, they had the NFC locked up. I think that they had a chance to go and get themselves a buy, and they've managed to uh, finagle their way out of that into a situation where now they're on the road because the NFL can't get its act straight and say, you know what, the team that is two games better doesn't get to the the home game. I just absolutely just boggles my mind how in 2024 you're still having this divisional winner type deal where no matter how bad the record is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they get the home game over a team that actually performed much better than them in the regular season. So your thoughts, I still think Philadelphia is going to come in there and, and wax them. Uh, you know, all dis- no disrespect to Tampa Bay. I just don't think that they're going to provide enough uh, for Philadelphia. I think they're going to go in there mad in Tampa Bay, and I think they're going to come out with a big with a big victory. Yeah, completely archaic. And let's rewind for all you out there a little history lesson. And there are many instances of this, but I think the one that was so egregious that the rule should have been changed was 2010. The Seahawks are seven and nine. They win an awful NFC West. The uh, Saints coming off a Super Bowl victory at a much better record. Wild card team had to go all the way up to that noisy stadium in the Pacific Northwest. They end up losing a phenomenal run by Marshawn Lynch. Look it up on YouTube if you've never seen it before. And while the Seahawks won that game, I still think it's utterly ridiculous. Reseed. I mean, there are too many mediocre teams and crap divisions that get home games that don't deserve it. I still don't know what the logic is other than Roger Goodell must just do what he is told as he does with a lot of things uh, running this league, but makes no sense to me. Uh, we could go on and on about the other leagues and how they get it right, but uh, call it like I see it. MLB is a bunch of fools too. They don't reseed, and we saw that pan out this past postseason in 2023. So uh, that'll be my rant right there. I'll get back down off the soapbox and stay well, I think the Eagles should win this game. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is 100%. I thought down the stretch he just didn't look right. Then in that game last Sunday against the Giants, his middle finger, I think it was, looked like it was bent like a fork, and that did not look good. A.J. Brown got hurt. I think if they're playing any of the other teams uh, here in the NFC wild card round, I think they'd really be in trouble. But the good news is that Baker Mayfield's on 100%. That offense hasn't been doing much, so um, – Part of me thinks this game could even be a toss-up. I really don't feel that there's any sort of home field advantage. I'm guessing there'll be a ton of Eagles fans down there in Tampa on Monday night. But uh, if the Eagles are even mediocre, I think they should win this game. But uh, this is a team that's in a free fall that I haven't seen in a while. I mean, it's like you said, they were, what, 10-1 and one at one point and headed into that big matchup with the, the 49ers and just the wheels fell off from there. Once again, it is Inside Sports Fantasy Football covering the NFL playoffs this weekend. So, my friend, before we head on out, you know it's time to go ahead and woof, 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 head on to that doghouse, my friend. Who do you got for your underdog this week? We go back to that big Lions-Rams matchup. I uh, you know, took a look at the Lions when they opened coming out of Vegas last Sunday night. Checked again today. Hasn't moved much. Uh, full disclosure, I've got a ticket out of your wonderful hometown of Vegas with the Lions to win the Super Bowl at 25 to 1. They're my only team still alive, so I'll be pulling for them. But, uh, you know, I see the Rams getting three and a half points. 
that extra half a point. I thought the line would maybe move down to three. It hasn't. I think you've got to take it at the very least. Uh, I feel this could be a close game and could come down to a field goal. And we've seen that happen a number of times this year. And in that case, always get that extra half point insurance. For the record, I would not be entirely shocked if the Rams pull this off and win. While uh, you know, I'm not going to be super confident about that, I will say I put nothing past Sean McVay. I like the way Stafford's been playing down the stretch. And frankly, the Lions are going to have to figure out a way to stop both Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, the rookie sensation. My pick is going to be back at the original game that we covered, uh, Houston and Cleveland. And Cleveland is a slight favorite. So I'm going to go and lean the other way. I'm going to lean for the home team, Houston. I really think that C.J. Stroud will get it done. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be an ugly game. But since all I need is the winner there, as far as if you're doing Houston, I'm going to go ahead and pick Houston for my dog. So, my friend, that being said, we can go ahead and I know we'll be changing it as the course of the playoffs, but who are your two teams to head to the Super Bowl as of now? As of right now, I'm, I'm going to go 49ers. I know that's chalk, but looking at the way the, the NFC potentially pans out here, I don't see a team that's going to get in their way, especially with them being at home. The AFC, I feel, is a little more wide open. Um, it, it really pains me and worries me to do this but at some point down the stretch I just thought people are sleeping on the Buffalo Bills and if you look at them I feel like they're the one team you know they went toe-to-toe with the Eagles and Philly should have won that game they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City I don't think this is a team that's intimidated going on the road we saw it this past Sunday night in Miami so what the heck I'll say Buffalo Bills will surprise and come out of the AFC all right uh right now for me I think when it comes right down to it, I'm still, still, I've been thinking about it for a while now. I still think that right now I've got San Francisco going all the way. I think the team that they face is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. So I think right now Baltimore's really looked good for the past few weeks. Uh, I think that's, I know it's the safe pick, but I think it's going to be pretty much chalk all the way up to the Super Bowl. So. Not yeah, re- if there's any last team, year. Yeah, it's one last year. Nothing wrong with that logic. And it's not not that I don't have any faith in Dallas, but I don't have any faith in Dallas. Uh, yeah, that they're going to do something. Even even if they blow the doors off Green Bay, they're going to have to go on the on the road at some point. And yeah. I don't trust them in any of those scenarios. I mean, frankly, they they should have lost to the Lions at home. So um, that's a team right there. We know if they advance, they they can go toe to toe with Dallas. All right, my friend. Truly appreciate it as always. We will be here next week for more playoff coverage as we go deeper into the NFL playoffs. But please give everyone a heads up on what you and Dominic are doing, of course, at Domination Sports Nation. Absolutely. There's plenty of football to talk about, and namely the coaching carousel. We saw a, what, little over 24-hour period of just some Historic coaching changes. Bill Belichick in New England finally parting ways after many years and six Super Bowl rings. Uh, The Seahawks deciding to let Pete Carroll go after many years. And then even in the college ranks, a really surprising retirement of the legendary Alabama coach Nick Saban. And then two, you know, uh, Jim Harbaugh just won the national championship with Michigan. And it sounds like he's already got one foot out the door. A lot of buzz whether he goes to 
maybe the Chargers and one of these other teams that are now in the market for a coach. So I think while the on the field matchups are definitely compelling, what's going on in the coaching ranks is equally interesting to Dom and me. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it is, of course, Domination Sports Nation. Please go ahead and check it out. I've been on it and I look forward to hopefully being able to jump on it whenever I can or whenever these guys allow me to oh, on the Domination Sports Nation. You'll get the call. Be prepared. We had a, had a little bit of the flu bug going through this house around the holidays. So Dom and I are finally coming back up for air, proverbially. Well, I'll tell you what, my friend, it's great having you here. Great that you guys are feeling a little bit better. Hopefully everything will be okay for you guys going forward and get you're feeling better. Also, I hope you out there are feeling better after a tough season of fantasy football. Are you doing that Yahoo League before the champion of champions? I thought they sent you an invite because it's top three, they said, in each league. Yeah, I, I don't – I'll take a look at it. I'm not quite it's sure. Great. I mean, I, I saw it there, yeah. I think – uh I think I'll have to consult with my business partner Dom, and we'll we'll take a crack at that. I'm sure he's uh, he's you know got his hands full with fantasy basketball too, so we'll see uh, if we can squeeze that in as well. Once again, it is the Domination Sports Nation. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And for us, if you ever have any questions, isfantasyfootballyahoo.com or Inside Sports FF on Twitter. Looking forward to the games. The wild card playoffs begin this weekend. We are definitely getting ready to go ahead and sit down on the couch and watch some good football. And we'll talk about all that good football and who advances in the playoffs next week right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football.